see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags when the day is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello and welcome to a very special In the Stacks with Barry and Latoya. It is our 100th episode and it's also Halloween, so happy Halloween. Yeah, it's a spooky, spooky episode. Sure. If, yeah. yeah. Well, at first I thought, oh, well, you know, it's, it, we should have done something really, really special. And, you know, I contemplated coming down to where you are. And then I'm like, that would actually require effort and me going and getting to, in the car and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, maybe another time. So, yeah, yeah. But I did start this or right before the show, I've been drinking. Um, you know, I know you usually do your Yoo-Hoo to kind of get you nice and mellow for the show. Which um, I am Yoo-Hoo-less night tonight. Wow, that's not cool. <laughs> so I'm kind of on edge, I gotta warn you. All right, well, I have, I've been drinking recently a Starbucks Frappuccino, so my energy level is higher than usual. Okay. So, so we'll, uh, so let's do this for the 100. <laughs> Yes, the 100th episode. And it only took us, what, 10 years? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's still, that's still cool. <laughs> yeah, you know. Think how many episodes of, like, of Sherlock we would have if yeah. they had, you know, done more. We'd that's, have more episodes. That's true. That works. Yeah, they <laughs> have more. Well, I mean, I still think it's a huge accomplishment, even though we did have kind of our couple years of a hiatus and stuff. It's still exciting to me that we're, we've made it to 100, you know, our little pretend syndication of 100. Well, yeah. So well, yeah, we're, we're like Roseanne. We came back bigger and better than ever, right? Yes. And then eventually when I'm kicked off the show for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you'll go on as the Connors, right? <laughs> and you'll like bring in Gwen or whatever, and that'll just continue on. Yep. You'll like announce that I died of like some, you know, terrible disease and never mention me again. (laughs) So I see you've already started writing the description of the show. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to. Mm, I take it you just don't like what I usually write, but okay. Uh, No, no, no. Yeah, usually, you know, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, I'm going to leave that. Of course, I'll maybe add a little bit to it. <laughs> so I do want to start off by saying that yesterday I was able to attend the MLS Eastern Conference Championship where Atlanta faced off against uh, Toronto FC. We did not win, but no. that is, um, you know, I, I was saying to someone earlier, I said, well, well, I told uh, Gwen yesterday, I said, I, you know, I've been in Georgia since 1990. I said, I started off as a very ardent uh, Braves fan. And someone online today posted that it's kind of, we got the the Braves curse. And I was like, well, that's just kind of typical of Atlanta teams is that we, we always, we can make it to like toward the end and then something stupid happens 
was it kind of like the Georgia game or something a year or two ago where it's like, you know, we're on, we're almost there. And then it's like, no. So last night's game. um, But they won it all last year. That seems kind of like a cheap comparison. Well, no. Well, because, I mean, we did also win other stuff this year. We have the Campiones Cup. We won the U.S. Open. Um, Whatever. Campaneris Cup or whatever. (laughs) But last night, and I'm, I'm not upset. I'm disappointed, but not upset because I'm, I still love the team. Like today, I finally got around to joining one of the supporters leagues or, you know, teams for Atlanta United, but there were a lot of bad calls by the refs last night. So much so that it resulted in four yellow cards to the other team. However, at least one or two of those should have been reds. And there are other things that were happening. They were not calling. And, you know, when they when they replayed on the, the halo display in Mercedes-Benz Stadium and we all see it and they're still not willing to make that call. It's like, are you serious? But where I'm not upset, where I cannot be upset, despite the refs being the refs, is that we had so many opportunities and so many shots on goal and we just didn't convert them. So I'm like, yeah. even with bad calls, we still made really good attempts. Several of those were like they should have been in, but it just didn't happen. So I'm like, you know, it, it, it just wasn't meant for us this year. So this year in the MLS finals is the almost, I would say, the worst case scenario because uh, number two, Seattle, um, upset LAFC, which is not, was number one or is number one for the year. And then we were upset by, I think, number four or five. We were number two on our side on the east and so it was kind of funny because normally we i stay until like the very 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 end and we stayed until we were i mean i never leave the game before it ends but right when they're about to do the whole cup presentation i was like yeah we're out (laughs) so we stayed long enough for them to to name our mvp of the game and cheer that on and then i was like yeah we're out so I watched most of the first half. Mm-hmm. I didn't see you. Oh, it's uh, all good. But did you but see I, I posted on Twitter that my tweet was on the Halo yes. display? It's like I liked so it. Cool. I like that picture. Awesome. You just don't pay attention. No. <laughs> but to see, I had a sucky soccer day yesterday because not only did Atlanta United choke, right? Mm-hmm. But um, earlier in the day, um, Arsenal was eliminated from the Carabao Cup by. What Liberty. cup is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's um it's one of those you like to make fun of you know mm-hmm. but it's it's more recognizable than the the campaneris cup or whatever whatever um, okay i mean this is like this is like a i don't know like a uh like a like a koozie kind of thing mm-hmm. right whereas the campaneris cup is like a dixie cup right so there how you go anyway right okay so we were sure. playing liverpool and we had a, a four to two lead after 54 minutes <laughs> And then ended up five to five and going to penalty kicks where we lost. Um, and it just, I don't know, it just sucked. So we're eliminated from the Carabao Cup. And, and I've been a big Unai Emery supporter. He's been mm-hmm. our manager this year and last year. I uh, took over from, uh, you know, Arsene Wenger. Um, but I, 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 I've been a big supporter of him. Other people have not liked him. But I have to admit, after yesterday, I am starting to think, I even posted on Facebook today, Maybe he's not the man to lead us forward. Um, oh, okay. 
And I see, I did to... look on your Facebook page today, and then, yeah, I think I got bored and then went somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I didn't, I don't know when you posted that. I looked earlier, and I did not notice that post, so. Um, um, it was before 8 a.m. Was it? Okay, well then, I, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. So, but yeah, link- look, I know you look to see if I tag you in anything. If I don't Ex- tag- exactly, of course. That's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, my favorite player, of course, is uh, Miguel Almiron. And he was on, of course, Atlanta United. And this year has played for Newcastle. And I think that they, some of the general feeling is that, you know, maybe he wasn't really worth the, the reported $27 million fee that Atlanta United uh, received, (laughs) which was the largest in MLS history. Um, But I do feel like there were some players, like I was really happy that, you know, of course there's 11 men on the field, that five of them are from the original team, you know, that started back in, was it 2017? Um. And, um, I got to see I got to see Mike, Michael Parkhurst play his final pro game. Um, so again, even though we lost, I'm still a fan. I wish that was different that we did actually win. But again, we had opportunities and just did not convert them. So mm. you know, oh well. So well, moving on. It's still cool that an Atlanta United player kind of went to the the English Premier League. I mean Newcastle, you know. <laughs> Okay, so now you're going to be ragging on Newcastle. Well, no, I mean, but seriously, they are, like, in a battle to avoid relegation this year. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, they're, they're 17th out of 20. Um, wow. And only two points ahead of 19th. So they're sucking it up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. They're minus nine in goal, di- goal differential. So um, from all of that, we can just say Atlanta did what it did, and um, so what it does into, it slid into our our, our soccer podcast. Mm-hmm, that's it. Uh, so so yeah, I mean, I again, I'm just glad that I had the chance to go. I went with my soon-to-be sister-in-law and already sister, and then um, yeah. We had a good time. We had a really, really good time. What was hilarious is that the parking, I always park in the same lot. You know, they have several available. And it was less expensive to pay for parking for this game than any of the others, even though it was a conference championship (laughs) game. And I was surprised, too, they did not open the upper tier of the seating in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It was packed. Like, all, it, it was clear that, like, all the seats ended up being packed, but I'm surprised they didn't open up higher. So, so yeah, but it was, it was fun all the same. I'll go to a, an Atlanta United game anytime, any day kind of thing. If I get tickets, I'm there. So, um, I'm hoping I'll, Arsenal will come to Atlanta at some point. They, they came as close as North Carolina this summer, but it was like the same – it was like the weekend that I – it was the same weekend that I had spent all week in Athens. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm not going to drive another, you know, six hours to, <laughs> to go. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know, and come back. So, but yeah. So I, uh, I had a, not as exciting as that, but I spoke at a Kiwanis meeting uh, earlier this week. Okay. Uh, about 
Key Club, which I'm the faculty sponsor for. It's funny, you used to do Kiwanis Club when you were- Yes, I was a member of Kiwanis, yeah. And and, uh, and it was surprising how many of those people are still there. Oh my gosh. A lot of That is kind of crazy. Well, what I'm, uh, you know, he's just celebrating his 89th birthday. Jeez. But, um, so I I was there and I was there for less than five minutes before one of them said something racist. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, are you are you able to say on the air what that was? <laughs> well, it may, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even discuss it. Hmm. Because, because, you know, they're very nice people. <laughs> but, well, it, they can yeah, be nice fact, people doing racist things. So. Fact, I, think, I think that it was, like, casually racist as okay. opposed to, like... Overtly racist. Intentionally racist. Okay. Right. One of them was talking to me about me being a teacher mm-hmm. and he said that his daughter was also a teacher. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. And he said that she teaches at this place, which is not here. Right. Okay. And that um, she had told him that in her classes that they mainly had like, um, you know, brown and blacks and yellows. Mm-hmm. And they don't have like anybody like American looking. Oh, American looking. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and so like, no Indians, no, no Native American Indians then? Because, I mean, what is American yeah. looking? Well, you know what American looking <laughs> uh, is. No, I know. But, you know, that's just, that's just wrong. But okay. And, I, and you know, and it, it, I don't know. On the one hand, I admire people who I guess would just, you know, go off on them for their racist statement. But, you know, I never, especially since these are people, you know, who were, were contributing things to, you know, the club for the kids. And um, so, of course, I just said, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you know, sometimes depending on the, the area, the demographics, you know. Well, I told you, you're like the very whisperer. <laughs> so people feel comfortable telling you stuff. I don't know if I want. They should keep it to themselves. I don't know if I want to be somebody. It's like, oh, yeah, people feel like they could just tell him any racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, it's not uh, like you're welcoming it. I'm just saying they feel comfortable telling you this information. So... <laughs> But yeah, I there love was, how the it's you know American looking is defined as white. It's yeah. Like, okay. All there right. was another funny part where somebody said so. So how's that wife of yours? And I said, well, she's fine. She's not my wife now. But <laughs> and uh, and they're like, oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, that's, that's okay. It's okay. It's like but, yeah, you must. We must not be. We must not be Facebook <laughs> friends. But it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So wow. that was interesting. Um, in other news, uh, rhythm and flow is over the first mm-hmm. um I, the guy who won was not my number one choice mm-hmm. um the guy who finished second actually was my number one choice but still that's pretty good um the girl who finished number three london um honestly i don't think she deserved to be there um <laughs> well she has a great look okay all right you just t- if you just lined up all the, the like eight finalists and said who's that who of these eight is the superstar she would be it because she's got, she looks like a star, mm-hmm. but I don't think she was as talented as some of the others. I but mean, I mean not- that's, that's always been the case, even on shows like American Idol and stuff, where it's like, it's yeah. not the person with the best talent, it's the person who fits that mold, you know? Right, but, it, but she didn't win, so, you well, know. Yeah, 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 still. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. there have been plenty to make it far. Right. That, you know, what was, what, what was that, the guy's name? Um the Indian guy who... Oh, 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 oh. You know wow. who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Was it Sumar? It was... No, it was... It was, it was, it was oh. his name. 
okay, now it's going to bug me. But yeah, like he was in the competition far longer than he should have just because, you know, he was cute and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But was it Sanjaya or something? Oh, I think that might have been it. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that that is the case is that it's not always talent. It is about, you know, the appearance of it, you know, of how they look and how they, you know, can be cleaned and whitewashed <laughs> yeah yeah but um anyway they might look so speaking of since you're talking about your ethnic show obviously really sad news that actor john witherspoon passed away this week at the yeah. age of 77 i was telling about talking to my mom about it and she's like you know she saw the name and she didn't know she did you know she's like i don't know who he is uh, and then she heard what he was in and I was like, well, where did you, I said, were you listening on the radio or something? Cause I'm like, with everything that they've posted online, there's been a picture of him. And, um, so I told her that granted that I do remember him from some of his earlier stuff, he'll always be the, the, the dad in the Friday movies for me, you know, him and the fried chicken and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. just always been hilarious, but he, um, what was it? He got his start on an episode of, I think, Barnaby Jones or something. And he was a camp counselor. And it was the first credited role um, for Sean Penn. So that long ago. <laughs> huh. I, I'd read it somewhere and I was like, oh, that is kind of interesting. But but yeah, so, you know, that, that was a sad passing, I would think. And keeping it in the uh, ethnic... <laughs> Not really. It's not keeping it ethic. But in other news, the NCAA, the NCAA board approves uh, athletes' compens- athlete or I guess student athlete compensation for their name, image, and likeness. And I thought what was also interesting is that decision was made here in Atlanta at Emory University. Oh, yeah. I wonder if there would now be some sort of athletic union that would be formed. You would think so, because, I mean, I know that they were saying that the legislature is, you know, also very much behind it. And, I mean, I've always thought, and they've been talking about this for years and years and years, about it being unfair that especially college athletes not being able to make money um, off of what they're doing. Because the vast majority of people don't go pro. <laughs> and you know right. sometimes the 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 highest they reach is college and for some play, players they're huge college players that for whatever reason may not make the pros maybe they get injured whatever but you know if you're going to do that to your body put yourself out there i think that yeah it i mean and the fact that you're a grown ass adult for the most part at that point if you injure yourself sometimes that has ramifications that are just not solely attached to the sports world you know right so if you can make money um in college as a student athlete sure because i think i saw an episode of um real sports with brian gumble and they were doing something it was either that or a 30 for 30 episode and they talked about there was a college student who you know was an ass student athlete and a member of the booster club for the college athletes allowed him to stay in an apartment that they had and they dismissed him from the team and everything else because they saw that as him being you know receiving (laughs) um stuff that he should not have as a student athlete i'm like the schools 
make hundreds of millions of dollars on this every year and the college athletes see nothing. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that that's just not fair. Now, I mean, I realize that there's going to have to be a whole bunch of policing and stuff around all of this because, you know, I think the plan or the intent is not for them to become basically like student employees or anything. But I do think that this has been a very, very long time coming. Yeah. That's all you have to say is, yeah, you're the sports Basically, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I have – I don't know. I've always had mixed feelings about, you know, college. I don't know. I just think that when it comes to colleges and when it comes to high schools too, I think there's too much emphasis on athletics. Well, I agree with that completely. And I, mean, I don't setting think that aside. Too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I don't know. Yay. You know, they can, I don't <laughs> well, I mean, I still, I don't have a, I don't have a, a real, I'm not like, I was never morally outraged about the fact that they didn't get paid because, they, most athletes still got perks just by being athletes. Sure, but they weren't, because of the rules, more often than not, they weren't necessarily direct financial perks. It, yes, but there's other, there's other things. No, yeah, and that's why I said as far as financial perks, because I do know it's yeah. with, student, with, with some student athletes, the expectation for the professor or the teacher is that, oh, you have to treat them with a different, you know, differently than the other students. So, um, but I do think that it, it's a step in the right direction. I, I feel that way. I mean, and like anything else can be abused and whatever else, but um, again, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't think schools should pay for athletics. I think that the athletes should pay for the athletics. Wow. You play, you pay a fee that covers your equipment because schools should pay for education. I, I, I see. I can see that. And yeah, I mean. And even, and even at the high school level, if, you, if people who really want their kids to play – They'll find the money. That's true. I mean, I remember when, granted, it wasn't a sport per se, but when I did cheerleading, we had to pay That's for a sport. different fees. Well, I mean, for me, I, it didn't really feel like a, you know, true sport like soccer or, or football or whatever. But um, I'm just saying that we had to pay our fees and stuff. And I know right. that, you know, that's why there's boosters to help raise money. But you're right. I do agree with you that schools should be spending money on education because by itself, like, especially in college, they get a shit ton of money yep. by, you know, they would not even need to also dip into the coffers of the school. Yep. And I know that they were talking too about, you know, the concern being that some, some, um, some schools may have the leg up in terms of being able to afford players that others, yeah. you know, and I'm like, see, I don't, I don't think that like that part of it, I don't agree with. Like, I think that everyone should be on the same level playing field with regard to school, like to basically cap or something what a school can pay for an athlete, just throwing that out there. Um, but I, again, I still think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. So, um, Riverdale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I just finished reading a Riverdale novel. Yeah, see, you're you're like crazy. Yeah. I mean, which, um, you obviously love this thing. <laughs> it, it was kind of fun. It was written every chapter is from like a different character's POV, and mm -hmm. chapters were like text messages and all this kind of stuff. But um, last week's episode, I haven't watched this week's yet. Uh, but last week's episode, 
you know, the show has always been batshit crazy. Okay. Right? In a way, right? But, like, last week's episode, there was actually something, you know, when it happened, I was like, you got to be fucking with me, right? So I, I, wonder, I wonder if it's what I saw, okay, uh, I online. It to watch it again. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's this part where Betty is talking to her mom, and her mom has been working with the FBI as, like, a inside informant with this cult called The Farm, right? Yeah. And uh, the guy who runs the cult is named Edgar Evernever. (laughs) Okay. This has been going on for like a couple seasons, right? Mm -hmm. So Betty says to, you know, her mom, you know, we've got to catch Edgar because they're going to like raid this place, right? Right. As well, but, you know, he's going to get away on his rocket. And Betty, thankfully, says he has a rocket? Yeah, because I it's it's unfortunate we don't we're not doing this via video because when you said rocket I had this very perplexed yeah. look on my face. So yeah, now, this this is this is new, right? Okay. But Betty's mom says, "Yeah, he's built a rocket, right?" And I was like, "All right." So then they finally they catch up to Edgar, right? Who indeed has a rocket that he is preparing to launch himself away in, right? Okay. Dressed. Do you know what Evil Knievel looks like? Mm-hmm, of course. Yeah, you know the red, white, blue. Right, jump. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's dressed. He's wearing the Evil Knievel outfit, right? <laughs> Only his okay. belt buckle, right, says Edgar, right, and okay. So the rocket and the 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 Evil Knievel suit, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, though, the thing that that just put it over the top was like the cherry on top was the fact that his belt buckles at Edgar, right? That he would actually wear his own. <laughs> I don't know why that, that was just like the, uh, that, that, like, you're like the audacity. No, <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, cause I, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's like, you know, that's so damn crazy. I wish I had thought of it, you know, but in this case, I'm thinking maybe I should just, you know, maybe I need a belt buckle that says Barry. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know, I can deal with the damn rocket. <laughs> but you can't. I can with deal the... with the evil Knievel suit. <laughs> and nobody says, hey, you're dressed like evil Knievel, right? Or whatever. Right. But the belt buckle with his name on it, that's just like, I don't know if I've ever met anybody who had their own name on their belt buckle. Which is surprising because we do live in the South and something like that would Yeah, not but be. usually it's like TCB, taking care of business. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know, whatever. But hmm. sometimes it'll even have like, you know, like your girl's name on it or something. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway. So that just, I don't know why that, that <laughs> why? one thing what that like drives you insane. Well, I'm not going to say what I'd heard because when I Googled what I heard, saw online in passing refers to, I think the episode you've not watched. So I'm oh, not going to ask. Last night? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it could be anything. I mean, look, the show has many, many bizarre things. I mean, you know, one thing I love about the show is every time you think it has gone as far as it could go and go any further is like jumping the shark. <laughs> Jump the shark. They knocked the shark out. <laughs> shark. Okay, they have that shark so many times. It is going to be going through, like, PTSD. Oh, my gosh. Back in the ocean. Okay, they haven't just jumped the shark. Like I said, they fucked that shark. Okay. Wow. Many times. Speaking of PTSD, I mean, it's not in my notes or whatever, but I read 
it's weird the things that I will read, but I read this piece on E News about Shia LaBeouf and him saying that he, you know, he's had he has PTSD, and once he realized that things in his life started to change, like you know, apparently it started back in his Disney days, and <laughs> never, you know never sorted itself out but once he was diagnosed that things have started to improve what is it you would call him shia lapoof the shia shia the poof yeah or something shia so, the yeah. yeah um but who i've liked much better since there was that song about him being a cannibal i love that song <laughs> um so ever since then I, you know he's okay with me okay um, yeah <laughs> so i just had to share that about the uh the edgar ever never um i saw a movie this weekend too Okay. Well, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw two movies. Well, it's um, not in the notes. I only see that you it, saw it, one. It, it, is this under entertainment news? Okay, whatever. Um, the That's one I saw in the long. theater that I saw was Black and Blue. Oh, okay. The one that I was not interested in because I felt yeah. it was too ethnic. Too black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, on Sunday, I had a chance to go see a movie. And I was like, should I go see Zombieland Double Tap or Black and Blue? And I just didn't feel like zombies for some reason. Hmm, that is surprising actually yeah. the fact that you would choose an ethnic movie over a movie well, that I, I don't consider it an ethnic movie. it's an ethnic movie it's it's, it's like, all like consider... stereotypical black issues in i will movie. say this i will say <laughs> okay um it's a little heavy-handed at times mm-hmm. so like the very first scene in the movie has our protagonist who is an african-american female surprise surprise running down the street she's jogging mm-hmm. right got you know the earbuds in she's got her hoodie up right and the cops come up behind her with the lights blinking you know everything right <laughs> and they're like get, they're like treating her like shit right and she's like you know what's the problem officer and they're like you know get up against the fence you know and all this stuff and you know what are you doing in my neighborhood and all this stuff so they're checking in her wallet and they find out that she's blue right mm-hmm. she's, right and so then they you know Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. And, um, so that was the very first scene, right? Okay. I was like, okay, all right. I know they're establishing kind of what the movie's about, but it just seemed kind of heavy-handed to do that right off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. The action scenes were really good. It was very, very tense. Um, there are some good things to it. Um, I thought the uh, the young lady who starred in it, whose name I don't know. Um, yeah, was, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But she was really good. Um, I liked the movie quite a bit, actually. Um, you know, I'd say it's more than half erect, but not, not fully three quarters. I don't know. Somewhere between half the, and quarters. You in this you know? scale, but okay. Yeah. You know, it's like twitching, you know, there's mm-hmm. something happening, but you know, it's going to, it's going to require like me to like envision some scenario or something. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this coming up week, um, I don't know if I'm going to go the movies or not. I don't think there's anything coming out this weekend that I, that I desperately want to see. Okay. Yeah. Remember. But um, I also watched on Netflix, I watched the new um, uh, Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Oh yeah. I'd vaguely. Okay. How was it? It was good. It was really good. Um, he was great in it. Wesley Snipes is, is hilarious in it. What? So yeah. cool. There's a, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people in it that I recognize, and uh, it's just a, it's a good movie. Now, if you don't know, it's based on a true story. Okay. Uh, you know, there was actually this guy in the, um, 
70s who was a stand-up comedian and he created this character called Dolomite who was basically a pimp and you were just on this black kick this week huh go on keep going <laughs> and eventually um you know he decided nobody will put his records out because they're filthy right, right. They're dirty. so okay. he, like, he like records them in his house and sells them out of his trunk right and he actually gets on the billboard charts right and he's mm-hmm. Having a little bit of success, he goes around to black clubs and he plays and stuff. And this is the character played by Eddie Murphy. And then he goes to see a movie, and it's like a white person's comedy. Mm-hmm. And all his black friends are like, "What the what the hell?" Right? All these white people are laughing. And he's like, "You know, there's no titties, there's no kung fu, there's no stuff shit blowing up." Mm-hmm. He's like, "You know, we could make a real damn movie with like lots of titties, <laughs> kung fu fighting, and shit blowing up." Mm-hmm. So he tries to get somebody to to make a movie. Because he's going to make take Dolomite to the movies, and Dolomite's going to be like, you know, he's like, you know, oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be like a kung fu fighter, and maybe we're going to have like a, a bunch of like beautiful girls who are like ninjas, right? And all this kind of stuff. And um, uh, Key from Key and Peele, mm-hmm. um, he's in it. He plays the script writer for the movie. And um, they Which find- is great because didn't he win an Oscar for his um what was that scary movie that he wrote uh i thought that was jordan peele i got no it wasn't peele that that won it it was it was key wasn't it or was it peele what what was was the movie again well um he won it for um get out yeah okay so you i think you must be right um i can't keep my black people straight either Uh, jordan Jordan peele was the one yeah 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 all right, all right, all right. Okay, so you said Key is in this one. So Michael Keegan Key one. or whatever. Yes, okay. yes. And anyway, so he manages to get this movie made. And it's a horrible movie. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's also like one of the most um, profitable movies ever made. Okay. So literally for like, I don't know, like $3,000, right? And it made like several million. <laughs> and, um, and they ended up making seven movies, Right. But this is really all about making that first one. And so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to go find that first one because I've never watched any of these movies. But I'm going to watch it because if it's half as bad as it looked in this, it's going to be absolutely hilarious. Oh, my gosh. But the thing is, they made it. They were, they were thinking they were going to make a serious movie at first. Yeah. Right. But when people are watching it and everybody's laughing and Dolomite, the guy that's, of course, the character mm-hmm. is looking and uh, somebody says, is this movie supposed to be a comedy? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> you think people are people be laughing like this? What's supposed to be a comedy? You know, and um, it's just great. And there's so many funny things. Like when um, at one point when Eddie Murphy's sitting there and he's trying to convince him to let him make a movie, and, he, and they say, "Well, you know, we make movies with people like you know Richard Roundtree mm-hmm. and Brown. You, <laughs> you're a little bit doughier than they are." Okay. And, uh, and so Eddie Murphy looks at him and said, Doeyer. They said, yeah, Doeyer. Doeyer. <laughs> just the way he's looking at like, what the, what the fuck, Doeyer? You know. But, but I mean, now that you say it, though, like, once you said Eddie Murphy, I'm like, I, it just dawned on me how much I've actually missed seeing him on the screen. Yeah. Well, he's going on tour. He's going on tour next year. Wow, that, that should I'm be gonna awesome. I'm going to go see him. I'm going to yeah. go see him. That would, because I mean, like his comedy specials back in the day. Oh my God, those were yeah. great. So yeah. wow, it, yeah, 
yeah. But I would I would highly recommend it. I think you should watch okay, it. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I I um, yes. You said it's it on Netflix, right? It is, yeah. It's okay. a little slow, like the first 15, 20 minutes. I was like, I expected it to be funnier than this, but it gets funnier the longer it goes on. And and the thing is the he his character is in some ways very laughable. Okay. I, I really admire this dude because he will not take no for an answer. Mm. I mean, he really, in life, every time people would say, you know, that's a horrible idea, he'd be like, well, fuck you. <laughs> and it worked out, you know, something, something admirable about that. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend it. That's cool. So yeah, this week I didn't see a movie again. again. Um, it's been like, I think maybe two months or so as far as We're going to, to the theater. We're going to have to change this to Barry's movie update. I know. Well, no, I mean, there was a week if for, where I'd, I'd gone to New Hampshire and watched all those videos on the on the plane and stuff. But um, I will likely return to the movie schedule next week. Um, but, and if we do, if Jexy or Hustlers are still out, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll see one of those. Because uh, Gwen asked me. She's how things are going to be on DVD before I know really well she'd send me a message like a screenshot with some movie times and she's like these are some odd times and it was only like one showing I said oh yeah the movie theaters do that when it's about to kick it out the theater you know so um we it may you know it may be in theaters it may be not I looked up on Derek Ferguson when you were talking about Black and Blue. I was like, I wonder if it's one that, if Derek had um, reviewed it, but it's not one of his movies that he's reviewed, so. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think I've, I've noticed him saying Yeah, anything. no, yeah, the last one he did was Joker, so, oh, okay. um, and he did Hustlers. I do need to see, look into that, but, but yeah, I was surprised then that he hadn't done um, Black and Blue, but. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens next week. And I mean, it, it's been a full week anyway. Again, going to the game last night was more than enough um, entertainment <laughs> for the week. Because you know, I like to limit my outdoors time in public. You know, so so that works. So I did want to also mention that. So last week we talked about Facebook's new plan with political ads, and you know. I, yeah voiced how I felt they were being stupid about letting the people decide if it's true or not, which is bullshit. Um, So Twitter said starting next month, it's banning political ads from its platform as they correctly acknowledge that the ads can include false information. Um, What they will permit is the voter participation ads. So I'm like, finally, a social media network that gets it. Because I'm like, you know, this obviously is an issue (laughs) with political ads. And people will believe practically anything they read on the internet. So I think that they're doing the responsible thing by saying, you know what? We're going to stay out of that whole mess. Um, So thank you, Twitter. (laughs) I think that's pretty cool. Um, I have no problem with that. I think think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I, I do too. Absolutely. Um, additionally, there are there is talk that Hocus Pocus will be getting a sequel. So it's one of those Disney movies that became ultimately like a cult classic, and you know yeah. it's like the quintessential 
Halloween movie. <laughs> um, so in the past, they talked about, oh, you know, they're not going to do, they weren't going to remake it. But it, it is a surprise to hear that they're considering doing a sequel. And yeah, I've never been a huge fan of it. Um, yeah, I love Hocus Pocus. Um, I know that... It's got that, that, that horse face girl in it, right? You stop it. So SJ, Sarah Jessica Parker is not horse face. I, the fact that I knew who you were talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, the fact you knew who I was talking about suggests. No, it's because that's. It's the truth in it. No, it's not because you've referred to that in the past. So anyway, um, but when I, what I was reading. So of course the, the, the movie came out in 1993, which makes me feel even older because I'm like, was it really that long ago? Uh, there wasn't anything specifically saying that any of the original cast members were coming back. But I would hope that it would be if it's a sequel and not a remake. You know what I mean? Some of them, some of them wouldn't need to use the makeup anymore. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it. So I am. I will be more looking forward to it if they, in fact, have the original cast. So if they have Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler and, oh, she was on Sister Act. I can't remember her name. Yeah, that other one. Yes. But if they have, um, oh, Kathy and Jimmy. Yeah, that was her name. Um, if they brought them back, to hell yes, I, I would be all over that. Because I would like to see you know i'd just like to see them again on on camera so so i'm excited and that of course will be something that disney plus will do um the disney is gonna be just oh my gosh the the anticipation is killing me for the release yeah. in a couple days so I, I keep hearing more and more about hbo max though and i guess i'll have to get that too when it comes because yeah the streaming rights now to um rick and morty which i like mm -hmm. they've already the exclusive streaming rights to um, uh, South Park. They're going to get that. Mm -hmm. um, which, those things I've been watching on Hulu. Um, oh, okay, okay. And then, you know, they've got all this other stuff too. And so, I don't know. In a way, I'm like, you know, eventually I'm going to be subscribed to like 40 different damn services. Yes, exactly. The same money I was paying. You know? Exactly, for traditional TV. Yeah, I mean, because again, I think we, we certainly talked about it before, but I mean, I have a, so my brother pays for our su subscription to Netflix. I pay for Amazon Prime. Um, I also pay for PBS, the, the app, so I can get um, early access to some of the, like, the British shows. I now pay for Acorn TV through Amazon because I, that's what I've been using to watch my uh, Murdoch mysteries. And there's some other British so shows that are on there, and I think Australian shows that is, is of interest. So I'm like, okay, I want to keep that. But I also pay for basically the full cable package as well. So it's, yeah, it's a lot. And so kind of um, dovetailing that into what my next topic was going to be about is you talked about HBO. The fact that HBO, the, the, um, the landscape will be vastly different in 2020 than it has been in, in recent years. Uh, most, more specifically, obviously, Game of Thrones is done. Uh, Silicon and, Valley. And they canceled the, uh, the prequel series. Oh, did they? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they, they filmed the uh, the first, you know, the tr pilot, mm -hmm. and they, uh, they weren't going to pick it up. Mm. Okay, wow. That would be interesting if anyone could ever get a copy of it to, you know, <laughs> leak it online. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no more Game of Thrones. 
Silicon Valley, I've watched from the beginning, loved the show. It's in its final season. Veep is done. Loved Veep. Ballers was another one of my shows. It's done um, this season. So, so yeah, a lot of their juggernaut series are done. So, I mean, there are, you know, they are launching a whole bunch of new series. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, I'm feeling like there's crickets out there. It's like, what's on HBO? As far as, you know, it's, it's tell- well, I watch the John Oliver show. Of course. No, no. But I'm talking about like just the regular, like, um, the series, not, not like, I don't count John Oliver in that because he's, to me, completely different. And yeah. But well, Watchmen just- seems to be doing well. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Not Watchmen, but that they were doing well. <laughs> and rumors are, were flying this week that they, they're developing a Green Lantern Corps series uh, for HBO. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Succession is a show that I watch now or have been watching that's on HBO. That one isn't, from what I understand, it's not done yet. Um but, you know, of course, Big Little Lies, they did two seasons of it. No one thought they were going to do the second season. It was awesome. But everyone's like, yeah, there's not going to be a third. Because, I mean, you know, ha- having a show with with Nicole Kidman and with Reese Witherspoon, all these actual, you know, high caliber actors, it's difficult to get them all together to, to, to do it. But um, I do know that with like Apple TV, which I don't have Apple TV surprisingly um there's also a show what is it that has reese witherspoon and jennifer aniston and mm-hmm. it's a it's a show that's kind of about the whole you know um oh it has steve carell and it's a, a little bit about basically you know he is accused of having you know acted inappropriately with with others um and okay. well no it's it's um geez, why why did i just forget his name the disgraced um newscaster that we were talking about recently early rose or no, the um, younger one. Oh yeah 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 uh oh god Got yeah uh huh yes matt lauer Oh, no, no, that's just weird. It's it's too much caffeine. I can't think straight. But um, I think it's kind of based on that. And so I'm like, oh, that would be interesting. But do I really want to? I mean, again, like you said, there's so many different streaming options now. It's like, God dang. I do know with HBO Max, though, what I'd read is that if you already subscribe to it, you don't have to pay more for it. So, so. If, I'm, for, if I'm already getting it through like Amazon? Right, yeah. If you already pay for for it, that yeah, you should be able to get it at no additional cost. So oh. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I guess. I mean, you know, whatever. So, yeah. so yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you will not have to pay additionally for HBO Max from what I had skimmed online. So, so yeah. Well, I think this is going to be one of our shorter episodes. Is it really? Hang on, I thought I had other stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah, no, that was it. Odds and ends, yeah. That's true. So, yeah, we had, which is cool because it is starting to get a little bit darker. So That's true. I keep looking to see if I hear anybody at the door. I I anticipated that at some point we would be in the recording. I'd be like, oh, hang on, let me go to the door. But, um, so, yeah, my final comment actually has to do with the fact that you are disappointing our listeners, Barry. (sighs) Mm-hmm. You know, well, I read what you said, mm-hmm. right? That somebody misses my surprise closings. Yes. They don't like it when I just say bye. Yeah, I, think, I think, I think though that 
isn't that a surprise sometimes? The what? The usual? Well, no, so, you know, I'd gotten them used to me saying, you know, peace out, motherfuckers. And stuff. <laughs> so for me to just say, bye. Yeah, but see, no, because bye was the traditional close. Surprising on a, on a, on a quiet. No. The b- goodbye, the bye <laughs> was, is the traditional close. So it is on now your job every time okay. we record to come up with a kick-ass closing. I don't think that's unreasonable. All right. I mean, you are, you're carrying the, the first part of the, the name of the show starts with you. So you need to, that's got to be part of your responsibility. Remind us why the show is in the stacks with Barry first. All right. <laughs> so I'd like to thank everybody for joining us for all 100 episodes. And yes. just remember, rock out with your cock out.